dark save for light being cast from the big tv screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning hey dr wit hi mr lyons how's it going bad dude bad uh it's <laughs> not not good this this last couple of weeks um i drank a potion uh I, yep. I blacked out for a while and then when i woke up i was playing this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so on a, on a scale of dr jekyll to mr hyde right i i mean like like a meter like if there was a yeah, meter yeah if there was <laughs> but but where, where it looked like instead of saying like eight uh you know h and j it said it looked like almost like a w you know <laughs> because the filigree is so weird and in such poor resolution that it actually took me a minute to realize what that was yeah it really does look like a w <laughs> right I mean, I, I was able to intuit what it was, but yeah. Uh, so we played. The, I don't think it actually has the full title. It's just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Because the book is yeah. The Curious Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But I think the game is just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We played Dr. Jekyll yes. and Mr. Hyde. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we we're really bad about burying the lead, anyways. But I mean, it it's gonna come out that that this is, and and to be fair, this game is. It's like if somebody queued up this episode, that was Superman sixty four. You know, like nobody be be like, oh man, I wonder if they liked it. I mean, Superman sixty four is famously bad. This game is famously bad. But you know what's coming up? Halloween, man. And yep. and we wanted to play a scary game. And this game is both scary thematically and scary <laughs> bad. So it's it's twice the scary. You know, I, I don't know why, but this year for the first time, I've suddenly noticed uh, people using spooky as a way yeah. to, to do like like silly skeletons and like vampires and like but not scary. Right. Not horror, right. but like spooky, like Halloween fun. I was like, oh man, this is, have I been just lacking the vocabulary to describe, like, I like things that are spooky. I don't really right. like horror, right? Like I can get into horror sometimes, but I was like, man, I just, how am I just now learning that this word can be used in this way? Like this is a useful bit of language. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, language in and of itself is, is kind of lacking, but you know. It's a, I don't know if it's a newer word. I know I've used it a lot, but it's because my son gets scared relatively easily. So when we point out Halloween stuff, we don't want to say like, look at the scary Halloween stuff. We say like, Ooh, look, it's spooky. And he's like, and he loves spooky stuff. But he doesn't like scary stuff. So yeah, like, like spooky is kind of a word that we've used a lot, but yeah, I'm not sure it, if it's, it's the softer side of Sears. Yeah, exactly. This game was scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, do you have a nostalgia experience for this? Because I, I suspect we actually have the same nostalgia experience for this. My, my nostalgia experience for this is Ego Raptor. Yeah, Ego Raptor and uh, also the Angry Video Game Nerd. Um, very yep. famous. In fact, I think Ego Raptor refers to the Angry Video Game Nerd having talked about this game. Um, but But this is, these are all fancy ways of saying like, just like Superman 64, this game is famously bad, right? It's notorious. Right. So 
you know, we're don't don't bother jumping to the end of the episode. Like, you know what we're going to say about it. But like what matters is why? Like, what is wrong with it? Why is it famously bad? Um, But I I do. uh, I'm always fascinated by a nostalgia experience that is like cultural, like osmosis. where you are like, oh, I don't. I haven't played this, but like, I'll recognize it when I see it. I'll know the sounds when I hear them. Like you've been exposed to a thing so much that you're just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, Oh yeah, I guess I haven't actually played that game, seen that movie, read that book, whatever. Right. Like a lot of people who get Godfather references, who've never seen the Godfather, right? Like there's a really good chance. If you know anything about video games, you will have some exposure to this game, even if you've never actually put your hands on it. So that's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's like an interesting phenomenon. Yeah, no, it, this is this is very much so like a, a game that is often just like Superman 64 it is often touted as being so it's like perfectly bad in the sense of, you, you know, what I'm saying where it, it is it's 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 distilled awfulness. So so it's so concentrated that it's used as a learning as a teaching tool, right, where it says like, don't do this thing. It ends really really poorly you know like i mean even in certain historical lessons where you say like you know don't do thing a because as you can see from this terrible historical event like it goes really poorly so we should not repeat that and so just like with history it is incumbent upon people who you know do video game reviews to go and look at some of the awful exemplars so that way you know what not to do in addition of what to do so uh but no i i was fortunate to never have played this game as a child um i don't i honestly don't know if i had played it when i was younger if i would have understood that it was awful i probably would have just gotten bored with it you know and just put it down no i I could agree with that yeah you know because it wasn't it's not even good enough to where i could get frustrated with it you know like as a child right you know like i would just be like i don't really i don't get it and then i would just put it down and then just it would have just been in my library, you know? And then there it would have sat. Um, <laughs> before we jump into visuals, I uh, want to thank new uh, Twitter people, new Patreon supporters, uh, new Twitch people. Um, I'm going to do a rare actually putting links in the show notes uh, because my entire playthrough of this game was on Twitch and I don't ever plan to touch this game ever again. So if you want to see 100% of my exposure to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, there'll be a link to the video uh, as well as a a much shorter clip that sums up my experience with the game uh, that I will actually link in the show notes. And then you can follow me if you want to see more nonsense like that. Um, But with that, uh, I think, are we ready for visuals? Let's do it. Um, So visuals for the sake of visuals, as far as how does the game look? Honestly, the game doesn't look that bad. Does not look that bad. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, it's it's it. it, it, If you took a screenshot of it, it it actually looks really solid, you know, from my seat, at least is that, you know, like if I were to see that, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's an NES game. All right, man, they've got some it, it. I would say it. it is equivalent just from the pure like screen capture visual. It's probably equivalent to like Simon's Quest. You know, it, it really has a Simon's questy kind of feel the town, right. the buildings, the, you know, they're straight on, uh, the, the characters are all like human proportions, right? Nothing's very cartoony. It's all like an attempt at, at realism. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird how like vaguely not bad they are. They're not great. You're not like blown away, but you're like, no, oh, look, it looks like a above average NES game. Yep. And then that's, 
that's all the nice things I have to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm out. Because uh, no, I mean, the thing is that again, the game looks at at surface level, it looks fine. It looks like a game, but then it's it's kind of like <laughs> it would be the equivalent of saying, you know, the the these text letters. I can make out all of these text letters. Like the handwriting of this novel is good, you know. But then it just is diaries of a madman all the way down you know where it's not even diarrhea is actually part of the visuals (laughs) (laughs) it is um but uh and and so this is something we had discussed which is that so so that's visuals for the sake of visuals not too bad right visuals as far as they service gameplay which we we kind of said is this is going to be the theme throughout this episode (laughs) right which is visuals as they service gameplay one of the main ways that visual service gameplays gameplay is through conveyance right so letting you know what it is you're supposed to be doing and top to bottom this game fails perfectly completely you know i mean like <laughs> it's kind of like what i forget the, the name of the game but it's it's kind of like in a game how there are gimme points and then marginal points you know mm-hmm. so like just by virtue of playing the game you're going to get like 50 points you would have to and and literally in most games you would be hard pressed to get less than that right you know this game actually gets like it, it, it's it's like playing ticket to ride and getting zero points you know like you <laughs> you have to make an effort to do that you know, like this, and this game, to be fair, they put in the effort, man. <laughs> there is, it, it shows. It really, the hard yeah, work. It really does. Like, like it, it's, it's hard to have zero conveyance, but, uh, but they did it. There is no visual in here that tells you anything about what the game's goals are, motives are, what it is that you're trying to do, or how the game is played. I, I would even go so far as to say that, uh, bad conveyance would be. Or like no no conveyance would be, oh, the game's not telling me what I'm supposed to do, what do I care about, what do I avoid, what's good, what's bad. Uh, you actually get clashing information, right? Because you might argue in Tetris, right, that you're you don't really they don't really tell you what to do. Like blocks just start falling, and then if you make a full line because humans love a pattern, right? So if you make a full line and it flashes and disappears, one could even go so far as to say like, Oh God, did I want that? Like, did I destroy it? (laughs) But then you see your score go up and a score is pretty universally understood to be a good thing, right? In this game, um, when you're Jekyll, right? Cause there's the Jekyll side and the Hyde side. When you're Jekyll, uh, humans hurt you if they're moving fast and any human mm-hmm. is capable of moving fast. So any human can hurt you except the kid only moves fast and he never hurts you except when he shoots you with his slingshot and the bomb guy, there's a bomb guy. Yeah. He never moves fast, but always hurts you because he drops the bomb, right? So the F bomb. Well, so, and, and the dogs move fast and they hurt you, but they don't actually hurt you. They don't actually take life. They just reduce your Jekyll and Hyde meter. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think uh, the cats <laughs> also only Same. hurt you when they're moving fast, but they like it. 
this is my point. My point is <laughs> you're getting so much clashing information. Like do humans hurt you or not? Do fast moving things hurt you or not? Do other people in the town hurt you or not? Do you have a way to defend yourself? And the answer is, well, sometimes, you know what it is? It's like the friggin' rules of, of spelling for the English language. It's like, Oh, what sound does this letter make? And it's like, let me tell you a tale because yeah. It's it makes all different sounds in all different circumstances, and you're just going to have to memorize them all. So, like, I eventually teased out most, I think, of the rules for when people hurt you and what things in the environment hurt you. But it's not obvious, right? It's not just no conveyance, bad conveyance, because you're getting clashing information. At least when you're hide, everything hurts you. If it's moving, yes. it hurts you. All of the sprites hurt you. There is nothing good in the hide levels. <laughs> so this is um, where I want to kind of share share my little headcanon, which we're, we're interested to see because we, we, we haven't discussed it, but if it's similar to your headcanon, um, which is that, uh, so I was playing this game and basically, like you said, is that there's no, there's no HUD. There's no, except when there is, I mean, sorry, there is a HUD, but like it gives you a whole bunch of like weird information. And I don't really know what the hide meter was, but then sometimes you get coins and sometimes you don't. Right. You know? And so I'm sitting there like trying to figure out what's going on. I was like, okay, all right. All right. I'm an adult. Right. And more importantly, I'm a scientist. Right. So <laughs> I can do this. Right. So I started doing exactly what you said you did, which was I started like basically mentally logging all of these different things and trying desperately to tease out what what the like how to do this right and as i kept getting more and more conflicting information and the visuals were just not helping at all and and it was getting more and more complex literally i was going through at one point as i was was, you know and then like all of a sudden a guy put a bomb in a place i was like okay but then a bird dropped the poop on me in such a way that like i couldn't get around it and i didn't know what to do so i and then if you get hit by that bomb you basically immediately become mr hyde so that happened to me three times successively in the middle of me trying to do this. And I said literally out loud, are you serious? Right? Like in, in my house loudly while my children were awake. And then all of a sudden it hit me, which is that I started as Dr. Jekyll. And then the game made me Mr. Hyde. So the game is the potion. The game (laughs) is the potion, right? And that's, where the real horror is, right? <laughs> and 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 I want to believe, I, I totally don't think this is true, but I want to believe that that's what they wanted to do, is they were like, let's make a game that literally induces madness in the player <laughs> by really making them think it's a game, but it's not a game. It's a potion. And and so that's, that's my headcanon with how awful the visuals are. So um, you're probably right for one. <laughs> Uh, for another, I'm delighted to say we have two different headcanons, so I get to, you know, share my story with you. Awesome. Uh, and and third, and I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from you because good ideas can happen, you know, in isolation. Um, mm-hmm. but what you just described is very similar to how the angry video game nerds video ends is <laughs> he, he basically has like a mental breakdown and he's like, wait a minute, maybe the whole thing is trying to show me that like we all have hide in us and 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 he he does a you know a big ridiculous super over the top explanation and then he's like or maybe the game just sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so uh, g- great great minds think alike and, and fortunately <laughs> i'd seen the ego raptor one i have not seen the angry video game nerd one so i'm definitely not, not yes, no I, I know i know you yeah. you uh what do you call that um 
when like two two different like you know scientists on opposite side of the world like have the same discovery yeah like, i forget that, what that's called off yeah, the top of my head that, but yeah there's a thing um so I'm, i might as well just go into my my headcanon now since we're doing the headcanon hour um so uh what i realized is uh still in the game right so in the in the game universe is that uh dr jekyll is actually dead Mm. but he's in denial that he has died. So when he's walking through town as Dr. Jekyll, everything looks the way he imagines that it looks, but that's why every single dog tries to kill you. People randomly attack you. There's a psychopath leaving bombs around, but nobody seems to notice or care. (laughs) Every child is trying to, I mean, they're all the same kid, but every kid is trying to murder you. Every bird wants to (laughs) on you. Every cat is trying to claw your eyes out. Like the reason that that's all happening and that everyone seems totally fine with it is kind of like inception, right? Like the, the, the subconscious knows that you don't belong there. And so they've all turned on you, but they're not your subconscious. They're demons. And when you collapse and you, you're, you're, it's just says meter in the UI, which I hate Mm -hmm. because I was calling it sanity. And apparently in the manual, Mm. they call it stress, but it's totally your sanity meter because when your sanity collapses and you, you know, you get back up as Hyde. Now you're seeing the world as it really is because you are in hell. That's why there's demons. That's why all the buildings are destroyed. That's why you get struck by lightning and there's floating virus blobs and stuff like because that's what reality is for Dr. Jekyll, because Dr. Jekyll is Dr. Dead. So like, <laughs> it doesn't make the game any better. Like that headcanon didn't help me enjoy it in the slightest, but I was like, this, this at least explains what I'm seeing on the screen and like what is happening. Because why does every woman in Victorian London hate me so much? Yeah, the the only the only other thing that I could think to that is, you know, is that it's, like Dr. Jekyll is not like he is <laughs> he's always angry, right? Is that he's actually perpetually losing like on the edge of losing his mind. So like that sanity meter, we think it's like from, you know, sane to insane, but really it's, you know, like if if 100 is sane, right, and 0 is insane, really it's from 1 to 0. You know, like it's it's <laughs> so it's percent it, insane. Yeah, where where it's like, well, it's 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 just you're already ninety nine percent insane. But what we're what they're measuring is that that remaining little sliver that you're losing. So the the women don't hurt you. You just feel that they've hurt you, right? The guy's not leaving a bomb. You know, he just he just walked by you and then shot you an awkward glance, which just completely enraged you, right? The kid's not shooting his slingshot at you. You're just imagining him shooting his slingshot at you. Dogs don't hurt you. Birds aren't crapping on you. You just imagine that all of this horrible crap is happening. And then when all of that happens, like when you just, when you snap, then all of a sudden, like the world goes black and then you go on a rage bender. Or even better, to merge our two ideas is that <laughs> that stresses you out so much that you die of like a heart attack <laughs> and then you actually do go to hell. Yeah. So it's it uh, just, like a Constantine kind of <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, the one, the one soul that they knew the devil himself would grab. <laughs> right. Uh, so I do, I want, I want to make sure I don't uh, forget to mention this is, um, Two important things about the visuals when you're hide. Uh, one, the demon monster. I'm going to call them demons. The demons 
Um, actually, I think on the box it calls them demons. The demons Neat. look pretty cool for one. Uh, and I like that you can, you know, like interact with them like enemies in a video game, right? So that that just tiny bit of consistency makes the time you have to play as hide because you don't want to play as hide, right? That means you've you failed, right? So it's like that puts you on the failure spectrum. Do we do we know what happens if because I don't do we know what happens if you get your sanity meter all the way back up? Do you turn back into Dr. Jekyll? You do. Okay. That's yeah. what I kind of thought would happen, but I mean, I could never, the hitbox is such top to bottom, hot garbage as Hyde um, that I was never able to actually hit enough people to restore my sanity. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in mechanics, but I do tremendously appreciate that. Uh, at least in the hide levels, it's like all the other sprites are enemies, just like in a lot of, you know, simple platformers from the NES era and you can attack them and your attacks actually do something. And then you, you know, you have like a goal, right? And it's, it's doubly maddening that it's like, Oh, I have a clear objective when I've gone insane and everything is demons. Like, <laughs> why, why did things have to get that bad for me to have like any, any kind of, you know, clarity on the world, but, but there's a much clearer set of goals and objectives that the visuals communicate, which is you, you know, protagonist, everything else, antagonist, kill everything else. And, and so that's something yeah, it's it's something. Um, I think, too, you know, as we're talking about the visuals is. So obviously, you know, you, you have the, the seven core core aesthetics, right? Um, in many games of this era and certainly in this game, um, narrative is not one of them. You know, like you're not. <laughs> Which you know, is sad play. since it's, you know, based on a famous book. <laughs> yeah, based off of a famous narrative. Um but that being said is that even games that are all challenge based, which this one would seem to be uh, typically give you some reason for why you are testing your abilities. Right. And that can very easily be afforded to you, you know, quickly and visually like take the Mario games, right? Not a ton, ton of exposition dump or anything like that. You just get a little cutscene in the beginning where Bowser snatches up princess peach and then flies away. And you're like, okay, that's what, that's what I'm up to. That's why I'm doing all the things I'm doing. None of that, man. You know, like I, I, I don't, and 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 even the reason why I bring that up, this up in the visuals, is because that could inform how the visuals, how I'm interacting with the game. You know, so if it's if I'm Doctor Jekyll and I'm trying to, you know, save um my lab assistant from some horrible, you know, cartel or something like that, I don't know, right? Then I would know to be on the lookout for, you know, people who may be quote in disguise, you know? So all of a sudden, all of these humans, I could, I could reasonably see them as enemies. I should probably be able to do something other than just jump over them or shiv them. But that being said is it would, it would inform that, but because there is absolutely nothing that gives you any kind of narrative here, the visuals become even more starkly cluttered because I don't, know why any of this is happening like as you said why why are the dogs attacking me you know um am i did i drink my my hide potion and now all of a sudden i'm just trying to get out of town before i'm murdered by all of the townspeople like that that would now make sense why i need to avoid basically everything that's moving why people are throwing bombs at me um but without that there's nothing so yeah so you you have to without any narrative or without anything to extrapolate from 
I think you kind of revert back to extrapolating from like anything else in your life experience. And so this is a realistic looking human man who's in a realistic looking town, who's walking through town and people are just randomly attacking you, which doesn't happen in real life. People don't just leave Acme sized bombs on the street. (laughs) Every bird doesn't chase you around pooping dog turds on you. Like there's, large dog turds like really enormous i mean like like after three of those turds those birds would cease to exist they will have they would have excreted their entire mass you know there's there's nothing in the visuals that helps you understand how the world should be behaving because it's not behaving the way it looks and they didn't tell you like oh the townspeople are out to get you and it's like oh the townspeople are out to get me or like oh you're this is the middle of the story where you've woken up as Jekyll, but you've spent several nights as Hyde and Hyde's a real tool. And so everybody's <laughs> super mad at you, right? Cause they think Hyde is like your friend or they know you're Hyde or something. I mean, God, just like two sentences on the opening screen. That's just like, everybody's pissed at you. Like, would, yep. would you just be enough? Yeah. Yeah. Like if it, it, it was just, you know, a picture of of him waking up and being like, where am I? And it's like, oh, you don't know? Everyone's mad. And it's like, okay, so the entire world's turned on me. And and even that would make sense then because it would make sense why you revert back to Mr. Hyde because I could even see like the, you know, I wouldn't want this blurb on the screen, but if it was like everyone's turned on you because you've been a huge tool these last few days as Mr. Hyde, whatever Hyde got up to, right? And so you're like, I just I just need to get out of here, right? And so you're you're trying to get out and everybody's like beating the mess out of you and you're like, fine, you wanna see Hyde? Here's Hyde. You know, I mean like you could get into that, but it's not none of that. Speaking of the bomb guy, and this is a minor note in all of it. He's wearing a pink I mean, suit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't did not notice that. Was was too busy dealing with the radius on the bomb being nondescript and enormous. No, the, right? the radius on the bomb, I could tell you exactly how big it is down to the pixel. The entire screen, except when they don't want it to be. That I, I can <laughs> that's the size of the bomb. I can tell you that I can tell you the approximate size in the bomb of units time which is that it is the amount of time that when it is placed which is always placed exactly where you are it is the amount of time it takes for you to move non-stop away from it yeah there, there's no uh no time for a spit take or nope. or the big wolf pop out eyes where you're like you know oh no like if you don't know that the bomb is going to drop and you keep walking you're going to get hit by the blast Correct. Yeah. Or or if, uh, you know, like for a bird to poop on you, which was one of the things that gated me for a while was the fact that I was trying to get away from a bomb and get pooped on at the same time. And I couldn't do and or dodge the poop. And so like it would just require me to like stop still for like two seconds for that then put me into the radius of the bomb. All of that's bad. But the, the, the thing that I just don't understand, though, is the bomb's visual blast is the size of the bomb, which is the size of like your character. So approximately the bomb's radius is like four character widths. The bomb's visual explosion is one character width. There's no real way for you to know whether or not you're outside of this bomb's explosion, which hilariously is actually pretty realistic because the explosion itself isn't what kills you. It's the disruptive force of the air compressing and expanding that can actually kill you. So 
that makes real world sense, but it doesn't make for a great game. What, what, what's it called? It, there, there's a great word for it. Oh, total body disruption. <laughs> that that is when you were standing close enough to a bomb that, like, because you know when they're like, "Oh, we jumped away from it," right? Mm-hmm. Is that if the bomb goes off and the bomb is intense enough, it compresses and expands the air so much that it still pink mists you. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that's what's happening, but. That I need I need the visual so I can plan around it. Yeah, you're you're a video game where I fight demons. You can make your giant, <laughs> perfectly round black acme bomb have a slightly uh, visual blast radius. Yeah, yeah. Especially considering that it is far and away the most dangerous thing in the levels that I played. I mean, you know, Dude, and- it, it, it basically one shots you. Well, and and it one shots you, except when it doesn't. And so this is <laughs> this is the last mechanical thing I'm going to shove into visuals. But it's it's so we we talked about this off air. Like it's just so hard to explain what's wrong with all the visuals without their mechanical implications because the mechanics yep. are so broken. So you have three things in your HUD. You have a life meter. You have mm-hmm. a meter. <laughs> Yep. And you have a black area that just has the heading coin. So yeah. your life meter is your health. Your meter, what I was calling your sanity meter, is what, you know, when it goes all the way down, you turn into hide. When you're hide and you fill it all the way back up, you turn into Jekyll. While you are hide, you can collect coins, but you can only... Which you can trade to catch it for wares. That's right. <laughs> but you... <laughs> that's two episodes in a row i've gotten to make that joke i'm really excited about that that's true um but but you can only use the coins when you're jekyll um so the these these are the the parts of your hud and what they unfortunately don't bother to have any consistency around at all is when you get hit by something is it going to drain life is it going to drain sanity is it going to drain both and by how much? Because near as I could tell, and I did not do an exhaustive test on this because then I would have drained my sanity, but near and as I could tell. Mr. Hyde, like the right. game wanted you to. <laughs> like it was always <laughs> meant to be. Near as I could tell, um, everything can drain life and sanity. Most things only drain sanity, but the bomb can absolutely do both. And here's the weird thing about that. There's a cool little animation that plays when your sanity meter goes all the way down where you like drop to your knees and like grab your head and do the like, I'm changing. It's actually a pretty cool little animation, right? And then everything Mm -hmm. fades to black and then it fades back into the hide world and you get up and you're like, rawr, I'm hide now, right? Well, the way they wrote the code is it checks your sanity meter before your health. And it, <laughs> and it executes the resolution of you turning into hide before it runs any other checks. So if nice. you are low on health and you uh, get set up the bomb and you lose, <laughs> you lose all of your sanity and all of your health, you have to watch the entire transformation animation only to then immediately die as hide. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I did not know that. That is hilarious. And it, and it's um, like I'm, I wanted to include this in visuals because it's a long animation when you know you're going to die when it's over, right? It's not like a like in Mario where it's like do 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 do, and then you're back in the yeah. game. It's like this long like you're gonna die, 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 you're gonna die. Hey, you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Fade to black. Hey, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, you're gonna die. Okay, you're dead. It's 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 like when the animation starts playing. It's like stop, stop. He's already dead. You know, <laughs> it is. It's just a slap in the face at that point. It's just like no, no. Jekyll never dies. Hyde dies, and you're gonna watch Hyde die. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one other uh, minor visual note that I have, which is that uh, this suffers from what I have now started calling um, Home Alone visuals, which is to say that it is. <laughs> It is impossible to tell what is in the foreground and what's what's in the foreground, what's in your plane and what's in the background. And also, too, this becomes particularly bizarrely like comes into focus when um, they have these little white walls, right, that you can jump on. But then so but and, and you have no other option, right? So this is a flat surface that you walk upon, right? But then bad guys move underneath it. So I was like, well, then I've got it. If bad guys can be there, I've got to be able to get there. And the answer is no, that you can't, which in and of itself, I could, I could emotionally deal with that, right? <laughs> Where it broke down for me was bomb guy. It will get down into that area. Like he walks across the area that you cannot get to and he plants his bombs where you cannot get to them or be touched by them. So like, Why? Does that happen? You know, like he will go and plant a bomb. And if you stand directly vertically above that bomb, it won't hurt you because you're too far away from it. So you you know what this is? This is evidence for your your theory, because (laughs) it's not there to cause damage to Jekyll. It's there to cause damage to you. Yes. And and that's yeah. And then we'll get more (laughs) into that in mechanics, because there's there's a way to play this game that works for just long enough to make you think it's going to keep working and then it stops working. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm telling you, dude, it's, it's perfectly crafted to make you question your own reality. It's, it's crazy. It's like they were sitting there and they were looking at the potion and they were like, this is the moment. (laughs) This is the day. And, but, but the potion, they were going to give it to someone else, you know? Uh. Anything else for visuals? I just have a couple of throwaways. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got in there. Uh, Jekyll has a duck animation that near as I can tell is completely pointless. Like I literally don't know why they programmed it into the game. Um, The pattern that the psycho wave Dr. Hyde fires moves in is way too visually quick to easily tell that it's a figure eight. You have to do that through trial and error. And that's annoying. Um, And the people in town when you're Jekyll, they move you know, they only hurt you when they move faster. They don't have a different animation. They just run move the walking faster. animation double time. And that's lazy. Yeah, it, it is lazy. And there's no telegraph for when they're going to start doing it. They just start doing it, you know, which and again, they immediately stop, which immediately makes them stop hurting you. So if someone grinds to a halt right in front of you and you jump needlessly, you may collide with another obstacle like a bird poop because you were trying to avoid this, you know, Victorian lady running into you. Yeah, which is also bizarre because when they do move at double time, you move at the speed at which they normally walk, right? Mm -hmm. So because it's not like a running animation, to me, it it just, it 
it smacks of like Dragon Ball Z, like super speed, you know? So it's like you're just sitting there walking and all of a sudden, you know, somebody starts moving really fast at you and you're like, and you, you, you're like, no, can't stop. <laughs> and then they just stop in front of your face and they're like, hey. And then they just keep walking and you're like, did, did they just want to know that they had this shot? Is that what they wanted <laughs> me to know? It's bad. Bad. Bad, bad game. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Visuals down. <laughs> move, move along. Um, audio. So, uh, I don't remember what the music sounded like. I've got one audio note, which is, um, there are so many sound effects. They are all unpleasant and, (laughs) (laughs) and they're all kind of happening all the time. Now they're all to let you know that something that, so normally, (laughs) normally you know me like i'm like i'm like i like i like audio cues and audio that helps service gameplay especially especially if you know you've got a a cluttered visual or cluttered ui or something like that where where something auditorially can let me know that something's going on so everything that hmm orally oh really yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not making it oh oh, really yeah um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something orally <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what's about to happen um uh yeah i i like that but the, the problem is that every there are so many things that can hurt you in this game they all happen very very quickly and they all have their own sound effects so basically it's just the everything's okay alarm you know like this this will continue to sound as long as everything's okay so there's constantly a and I'm like, just stop, just stop, just all of it, all of it's got to stop because I get it. There's lots of things that can hurt me probably at all times. Like, just you got to stop. Which again, I'm telling you, drives you a little insane. A lot insane. Um, <laughs> so I, I agree with your sentiment that there is just a cacophony of sound effects happening all the time. I actually don't think the individual sound effects are that poorly designed but it doesn't like if you make an average or even an above average sound effect that it's like oh this will tell you when you know the bomb explodes this will tell you when the bird is crapping on you um if you play that a hundred thousand times while billion other sounds are happening now it's different right because the nest had a really limited sound palette and more importantly it has as i've mentioned a thousand times a limit on how many sounds it can be playing at once. So the music in the background of this game is actually rather pleasant. I wish there was more than a music, but there is a music that's actually rather pleasant. There's a Jekyll music and a Hyde music. And they're, they're both not bad little songs, but that that's it. There's just literally the one, um, you don't have to hear it all that much though, because it's constantly being drowned out by just, you know, right. And, uh, I will say the cat noise. Did you get to the part where the cat freaks out? Yeah, that's awful, dude. That one, that's some poor sound design because the individual sound effect is horrible and they play it on this crazy fast loop. Like that's, yeah, that one's bad. That's bad sound design. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad sound design. It's bad sound design in any game. You'll get free <laughs> pass. You got to roll three times. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's it it is. Um 
and and, and kind of like I said, it's just that to me, it's it's like saying, you know, it it doesn't matter whether the ice cream is is really really good or really really bad, or whether these olives are from Greece or from Joe's Pizza Place. When you swirl them all together and you just keep throwing olives into the ice cream, you know, it just it <laughs> becomes a mess, you know. So, I mean, to be fair, I, I will be honest, I did not really try to like <laughs> try to distill out each sound effect. I was like, nope, don't like this. Don't like any of this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that that literally when I've always said, you know, I like it when video games have audio cues that let you know when there's something that's going to hurt you. There was some game designer with a time machine, apparently, saying like, oh, you like donuts, eh? Well, here, have all of the donuts in the world. You know, like, it, it was that. I was like, I, not like this. Not like this. No, you're, I mean, you're, like I said, it, the, the most generous compliment is, in isolation, these are not ear weapons, right? <laughs> and, but that, you don't hear them in isolation. You hear them right. in the game, and in the game, they're way too repetitive right one sound being played over and over and over and over and multiple everything's okay alarms going off all the time <laughs> did, did you get to any of the women singing no i could i could not get past the graveyard stage i got dude i got so close once like and and but <laughs> I could taste it, it was it was but it <laughs> and that to me was the, the worst part it was the the last thing out of pandora's box you know which was which was hope, which drove me more insane because I I went through that level and I failed once at about the midpoint and then again at about the midpoint and then again about three quarters of the way through and then like what I assume is 90% of the way through the level and I was like, oh, yeah. And then got 10%, 10%, 10%, 20%, 10%, 10%. And I said, I am done because it, I was like... I, <laughs> How is this happening to me? <laughs> so, uh, and that, that actually strays in the uh, gameplay, but the, do your... Uh, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll say the, this last thing about the, the lady singing. So uh, there's a lady singing, and this is actually a good, as good a segue as any into mechanics because uh, notes, little pink music notes go flying out of her, and if they hit you, <laughs> they hurt you because she's singing. This is literally how it describes it in the manual. She is singing so poorly that it hurts you. Right. Mm. So mm -hmm. here's the thing. She's a townsperson. So most of the times that she shows up, because you see her multiple times, she's at like street level with you. And so you can walk through her, but her notes are just flying out. So really, really hard to avoid. And we didn't mention this in visuals, but the blowback, like when you get hit, you go oh, flying. Yeah. Right. The knockback yes. is insane. So you have. Uh, this really obnoxious visual that you have to deal with this really obnoxious mechanic and it's it's supposed to be an off-key melody but it's literally it's like she's singing uh, like like she's warming up with scales yeah i was gonna say that that sounds like a yeah. warm-up yeah. yeah so it's it's that but like really off-key it's just it's 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 offensive on like every level. Like it's it's annoying looking. It creates an annoying mechanic, and it sounds horrible. And while we're talking about annoying mechanics, start talking about all the annoying mechanics. There's lots of them. So this is the best place where I can think to 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 mention this, which is that I thought I I thought I had figured it out, right? Which is that in the first level, if you literally do 
nothing. But hard walk right the entire time. Do not jump. Do not shiv. Do not do anything. Just walk. You will complete that level. Well, okay. So the reason I'm I'm questioning that is I was under the notion that enemy placement is random. And so it's either not random or in the first level, it's random, but low enough density that you could still accomplish that. No. So, so that's the thing though, is that, is that I think that you're right. Right. So, so here's the thing is that I got through the whole, the whole first bit, right? Just walking, walking straight forward. And I was like, it, maybe, maybe that's the, the real trick of the game. Right. And what they're really trying to teach me is that like, like, don't, don't, paddle against the stream of the current it's like a Taoist metaphor you know like it like do not <laughs> don't don't fight it you know just 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 go with it right so i was like all right all right and then um you know i got about halfway through the the, the graveyard stage but i was already low on sanity so then when i restarted i got like 90 percent of the way through it just just by hammering forward right and and i but i didn't jump over any of the dogs right so i was like okay if i if i just jump over the dogs then i'll beat it i'll beat it this time you know, um, and then I hit my ten percent, ten percent, ten percent because it the the enemy placement is random. The bird poop is random. There is no you think that there's a pattern to the bird poop. Like you're sitting there with you know like the the always sunny in Philadelphia. You know, crazy lines wall. The, yeah, we like the, the the bird poop. It's not random, man. It's 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 predetermined. It's hard determinism where the bird poop is going to land. You know, but it's not. It's the, the bird poop has free will, man, and so. <laughs> So, so that that that's that's the problem, and that's the truly insane thing is that because the enemies are random, and because you the, the controls are so sluggish to response, right? That um, it, it just it just robs you of any real ability to play the game because it's not memorization, right? It's not practice because it, everything would have to be in the same place every time, right? And it's not impro- improvisation because it, it doesn't, it, it, there's no way for you to know, or it doesn't telegraph or, and, and you don't have the, 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 the reflexes to respond fast enough. So it just becomes insanity. Yeah. This, I mean, the, the idea that the game is a cursed object sent to drive us all <laughs> mad is, there's a lot of evidence to support that. So want, <laughs> it just keeps piling up. I want to do something that we don't normally have to do or bother to spend the time <laughs> on, but we, we do it sometimes. And I think this game warrants it, which is I want to really clearly explain one of the core game loops, I guess the core game loop. So as Jekyll, you are trying to, I kid you not get to your wedding. And I know that because on stream, I was like, what am I even trying to do? The game didn't tell me why am I out for a walk? (laughs) And somebody in chat was like, aren't you trying to go to a wedding? And I was like, that's dumb. You're dumb. And then I looked up, <laughs> I looked up the speed run for the game because I was curious. And I was like, oh, huh. <laughs> you really are trying to go to your wedding. So, so literally having drunk a potion that can at some point in time turn you into an insane person. And you are clearly teetering on the brink of insanity at all times. That that seems like a good day to get married. That seems yeah. like a good, that's good priorities. Yeah. Yep. Um, but so I, w- I want to explain this, right? You're, you're walking right as Jekyll everything looks normal. And then if your sanity meter is reduced all the way down to W for Hyde, then you, you collapse and then you wake up as Hyde and as Hyde, you automatically walk to the left. Everything is dark Mm -hmm. and scary. All the buildings are destroyed. There's all the demons, right? And you, you automatically walk to the left 
And what I didn't know, cause I couldn't figure it out at first is if you make it as far left as Jekyll made it to the right, you get struck by lightning and immediately die. And it, yep. te- it tells you in the manual that the reason that that happens is because evil should not overcome good. Yeah. Okay. That's their okay. explanation for why that happens. Anyway, while you're hide, if you murder enough demons, then you regain sanity and you will turn back into Jekyll and you pick up exactly where you collapsed as Jekyll and you can proceed. So that core loop in a game that wasn't fundamentally broken in its design <laughs> would actually be, I think, really interesting because oh this yeah, is, this is a game that does not have lives, right? This game came out. I don't think I said this at the top of the hour. This game came out in April of 1988. Okay. I'm sorry. I missed that. I was a little no, insane. But just put, put the bookmark in. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Um, So, you know, this game came out in 1988, which means, you know, like Mario existed, Mega Man existed, Zelda existed, well-made games existed. It's not like this game came out in the 70s, right? So try and imagine you sit down to make a video game and you're like, okay, we're not going to have lives. And so you can basically continue infinitely because we've created a failure spectrum where you turn into hide and then you can recover and turn back into Jekyll and continue the level. And I was like, oh, that's, if it was in a different video game, that would be really cool. They also, when you die, and you'll, you're going to die infinity times, when you die on the start screen, there's start and continue. And when you continue, you always at least continue from the level you were in. Game has six levels, so if you make it all the way to level six, and then you're just bang your head against it you can there's no passwords or anything but you can bang your head against that as long as you want right it will never throw you all the way back to the first level so i i want to give like a little bit of credit to them completely shucking the uh the lives system and like the traditional continue password checkpoint system so they basically built it into this jekyll hide mechanic in a way that is like a greek tragedy that they they saw like one day lives are going to feel like an antiquated bit of stupidity in video games and then just put the dumbest worst design video game of all time around that insight so so you know what this mechanic this kind of game loop looks when it's done well fight for your life mode borderlands yes yeah that's yep that's what that's what it looks like when when it's when it's done correctly right because that's what it is you know it's exactly you, you, what it is you're totally right yeah is it you know like you drop and then all of a sudden you're you, it's it's way harder right being hide is is way harder and you know i mean it's supposed to be way harder you know the enemies move faster there's more of them all of them hurt you it's dark it's scary it's all sorts of stuff but but if you can if you can get up then you just get back up and you keep playing and then if you if you lose entirely it just punch you back a little bit of time you know which is what borderlands does is that if you fail and fight for your life mode it just punch punch you back to your most recent respawn station and it takes you like 30 seconds to get back to where the action was you know so that's that core game loop works really well it works like three video games well at least you know <laughs> it works for like one two and 1.5 video games you know um no, but, there's, uh, a, there's a three. proper yeah. borderlands three yeah so four video games four video games yep uh, four video games all the way up to Borderlands 3. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing that is just so infuriating is it's, 
is it's so why well, it's not even that close, but the idea, like the principle behind it is sound, you know? Yeah. It's it's sound and I think it shows they they either tripped and fell into a good idea or someone <laughs> someone actually said like do we really need lives? Like, don't we just want to let people keep playing the game? Right. Which eventually became the dominant mentality in video games is like, what, why are we, why do we give them a good opportunity to turn the game off? What if we just let them keep playing the game? Right. And that's yep. overwhelmingly the way, you know, most game design is gone. So I, I do want to like give them yeah, credit yeah. for that. Um, I I don't know if there's anything else about the mechanics or the design that could possibly be considered redeeming. No. Um, and this is, this is a slight tangential story, but to your, your points that like, you know, um, sometimes it's as, as far as like lives go in video games, I feel that lives were kind of because before there were coins, right. And then they were like, well, we can't do coins, you know? So what are we going to do? Oh, we'll we'll do lives. Okay. That makes sense. And then, you know, years went by and then the lives were always there. And it's definitely like the, the thing of, you know, all right. So, uh, you know, we're going to remodel this whole area. We're going to, we're going to move this. We're going to move that. The table's going to go right there. And then it's like, well, wait, why do we need a table there? It's like, well, because there's a table there. It's like, yeah, but why, why is there a table there? It's like, oh, well, you know, we used to, we used to have the TV on it. It's like, okay. Do we have the TV on it anymore? No. Why is the table there again? Because <laughs> there's a table there. You know, like that's that's lives, right? So we we did eventually get away from it. So so yes, kudos to them for for being some of the first people to be like, why is there a table there? But instead they said, I, I'm going to put a a, a a evil septopus monster. You know, it's like what? That's not even a piece of furniture. Shh. No, no, we we just wanted to take the table away. Now something has to be there. And all yeah. I have are this table and this evil monster. <laughs> evil septopus monster. It's not even an octopus. Not going to go because that would make too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, basically all of the other mechanics of the game. Do, do we know? I, I, I apologize for not coming to the table fully prepared. But I, I, in order to understand this, I would have had to do research outside of the game. Do, do we know what coins do? I don't know what coins do. Yes. Uh, I found out by accident though, which is uh, when you mm. are, no, I literally. <laughs> so I happen to have dropped as Jekyll successfully turned back from hide. And uh, cause you don't always collect coins when you're hide. Only certain enemies drop coins, which is another right. just bit of frustrating. And, and nonsense. Only sometimes. Uh, I think, uh, crap. I, I, don't I was know. getting coins. I, I was getting coins from like the hunchback dudes, but not yeah. always. Okay, yeah. So maybe maybe it's only certain enemies and not all the time. But anyway, <laughs> if you have enough coins, and I don't know how many, will one do it? Does it take twenty? I have no idea. Uh, if you physically collide with the singing woman, you can. It automatically pays her to stop singing. Wow, that's yeah. a deep cut, man. Yeah. So the the notes. I mean, mechanically, it's actually really helpful because the notes are flying off of her like in a in an arc in to her left and right. So she's not just a hazard as you're approaching her. She's also a hazard as you're walking away from her. So if you have <laughs> coins and like I said, it auto auto pays her to stop, um, then that is actually like mechanically relatively useful. But of course, bad conveyance. You don't know that that's what the coins do. You lose your coins when you die. And you could presumably accidentally jump over her because 
she seems like an obstacle, right? Some people hurt you and her notes hurt you. You have no reason to just assume that if you collide with her, you won't take damage and that you'll pay her to stop singing. It, I, I didn't, I looked at, the, I looked through the manual cause I just had to, I don't remember if it <laughs> says in there that you can pay her to stop. Maybe it does, but even so like the game could also maybe tell you that. Right. And, and, and it's just so bizarre that out of all of the mobs in this game, there is, they built an entire mechanic around this one, you know, like if, the money had many uses. One of them being to pay this woman to stop. And, you know, maybe there's a shop. Maybe there's not. Even if there's not a shop, even if it was like you can use the coins in a number of different ways, but basically all of them de-aggro mobs, you know, like, you know, you can pay pay the townspeople to stop shooting slingshots at you, you know, like you can throw the coins at dogs to make them go away. You can throw the coins at cats to make them into meows, you know, like you can do all kinds of different stuff, right? <laughs> then that would make sense. But it's just, it's so odd that literally one third of the information presented to you in your HUD is your ability to pacify this one enemy. That I think shows up less than half a dozen times across the entirety of the game. Yes. Yeah. That is, I, I just, I can't even wrap my mind around that decision. <laughs> I that's just... <laughs> I, I, to, to again to make an entire mechanic around one mob uh, just, wow wow i just yeah. impressed i i am impressed <laughs> <laughs> um I, dude it's just, i i i want to uh paraphrase ego raptor um because he said and again i'm gonna i'm gonna paraphrase him Everyone should play this game if they wanted to get into game design uh, or if you're a game critic and it's spooky month. Um, <laughs> those, are, those are the only two reasons because I'm, I'm realizing that your headcanon, my headcanon describes the game as a video game. Your headcanon includes the fact that the video game exists in like actual reality <laughs> because the players are part of the art. Yeah, because I can feel feel my will to live just draining out of me <laughs> the longer we've but, been talking about this because it, it's 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 staggering that this product exists because it it's you compared it at the top of the show to superman 64 and i don't think that that's an apt analogy and here's why superman 64 is broken this game is designed to work this way it is operating as intended it is just mm. a catastrophically bad design the every yes. all of the enemies once you realize what all the insane rules are they always work that way with the notable exception that damage seems to be kind of random i couldn't find any kind of pattern there but like slow moving people never hurt you fast moving people always do you have a cane but it, as far as i could tell it does absolutely nothing like you can like poke right. as Jekyll with a cane, yeah. but it doesn't do anything. It's like his duck animation. It's totally pointless. Um, you know, the bird poop always hurts you. The, the jumping terrifying noise cat always hurts you. Right? Like, so there are rules and they all work all of the time. Right. It's not like, you know, Oh, well the hitbox on this is, is broken when there's too many enemies on screen because the processor couldn't handle it. Like, there's nothing that I experienced in my playthrough short of one little weird place that I clipped off the edge of the platform. Um, there's nothing that I experienced in my playthrough that I would say is 
broken, it's a bad design, right? And the difference is like if someone makes, you know, uh, if they put uh, the wrong ingredients into a stew and then they give it to you and you're like, oh God, why does this taste like this? And they're like, oh no, I, I use sugar, but I thought it was salt and it's not supposed to have all of that sugar in it. I'm sorry that it tastes like crap. That's a broken design. If someone it's in a bucket <laughs> and hands you a bucket of and then you're like, oh, this is disgusting. And they're like, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, it's, it's supposed to taste that way. It's, it's what it is, is it's actually that, that gun where the barrel points at you, you know, because <laughs> I mean, it's designed yeah. that way. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's bad design. Like they were like, and, and again, the core game loop, the idea of, you know, having a failure spectrum and saying like, okay, well, as Dr. Jekyll, you will move towards your goal. And as Mr. Hyde, you will move away from it. And as you fail you become hide you know like that it's awesome you know um but uh sorry i just I, I was just thinking of like a hulk game that could work similarly but inverted you know in the sense of like you know your job as the hulk would be to stay the hulk so you know you would actually want to take a certain amount of damage because if you you know expend too much energy without getting angry then you would become banner you know, and then have to like run around as banner in your failure state until you get angry again or whatever, something like that. Like the the concept, especially considering the the work that they're dealing with, you know, like the the narration, the the story, it's it's great. But then it just completely perfectly, and that's where the headcanon comes in, is it perfectly fails in execution, you know? Is it's it's it is a masterclass in what not to do, you know? And, and it, again, just like I said, like with the, the gimme points and, and ticket to ride, like that takes effort. It takes effort for it to be this bad. How did they do that? And, and it, it, they had to, they had to have done it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, man, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I got, there's more, there's more to say, but I mean, yeah. again, like I've got, there's, there's more stuff to nitpick about, but the game is just so fundamentally broken. It's like, I don't know. Like it's, it's, no, it's just, not broken. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not so, broken. It's so, bad. Correct. Um, right. I, I, I've been using those interchangeably. I should not. It's so fundamentally designed. Usually they go together. <laughs> yeah, they do. Normally it's like, it's bad. It's broken. And it's like, no, no, this is, this is intentional. Yeah. So the, the last thing I wanted to share with you, uh, cause I, I said this to a few other people, but I don't think I actually said this to you yet is, um, and I'm, I'm not, this is going to sound sarcastic. I am being 100% genuine. I am glad we didn't play this game sooner because <laughs> I would not have had the game design literacy, not just the player literacy, but the game design literacy to understand what was wrong with this game. Like if we had played this in year one or God help us in like the first three months, like I would have, I would have just said it was broken. I would have been like, Oh, it's a broken game. It's dumb and stupid. And everybody likes it. It's dumb and stupid. But it truly is the ultimate like counter example. It's like, oh, what's a good video game? Here's the original Super Mario Brothers. It's not perfect, but it does so many things right that decades later, we're still holding it up as this paragon of good game design, right? It's like, oh, what's what's the opposite of that? Well, <laughs> just drink this yep. potion and I will show yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, I mean, do do we even have to ask to hold up? Um, okay, so we can, I don't know how long we want to drag this debate out, but uh, you have lamented a few times recently that it's, you know, we have a three-point voting system. Yeah. Um, and so, so... To say it requires nostalgia goggles, like, isn't fair to other things we said require nostalgia goggles? Yes. I, I, I want to go on record as saying, like, nostalgia goggles required because maybe you did enjoy this game as a kid and maybe you actually could you'll remember playing it with your favorite cousin who you don't see anymore because they live on the other side of the country now and and so it's like you won't enjoy the game but it will like bring up those nostalgia feelings in you like that's that's not an impossible thing right people do that with bad movies and bad tv shows and bad music and stuff all the time so i i will go on record as saying nostalgia goggles required but i came really close to just being like, no, I don't even want to rate this piece of crap. Like it's not <laughs> right. Like it, because you could make a strong argument that it's, it's so bad that it is beyond like no amount of love and affinity for this game. As a child, you might have love and affinity for like things that were around. Like maybe to, to, you were eating your favorite cereal while you're on summer vacation playing this game. And so you have fond memories of the cereal. So it's almost like nostalgia blindness in the sense that like you would have to have had experienced this when you had sight and then cease to be able to experience that particular thing anymore right you know like so yeah it's like in order to enjoy the nostalgia goggles that aren't like rose tinted they're they're just painted red so you cannot see through them yeah yeah i think that's it's kind of like saying you know (laughs) <laughs> in like a beauty contest like if you've got like a you know like a a, a a one and a ten and then like a rock you know it's like <laughs> this is not a human like i can't put it on my my spectrum you know like it's it's not it, it one of these things is not like the others um so yeah no I, I agreed obviously you know the the worst possible rating um <laughs> It is a masterclass in what not to do in game design. Um, especially like like I, I think that um I was really happy that you said like the failure spectrum thing because I hadn't really thought of it that way. But uh, again, it's it's interesting to see like in Borderlands where it's like, oh, so this is this is doable. This idea is sound. It's just then if you literally perfectly execute poorly on the execution, you will get Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde the game. And uh I can't say for sure that, that putting the controller down was the sweetest moment of them all. The curtain falls, the music plays, the credits roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself, the fanfare is gone, there's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head from the time that you spent traversing the land, battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand, your memories creeping. The edge of a smile You realize again What you've lost for a while You're gonna think back much less On how you saved the day Than on all The experience gained At the end of 
along for the ride. Give me 90 minutes of just. (laughs) (laughs) That should totally be it, man. Like, like, (laughs) that's just, they cue it up. It's like, you know, the world is saving. That's like the whole thing. And there's no high lions, high George, (laughs) none of that. (laughs) Just straight into farts for an hour and a half. And then just end credits. (laughs) That'd be. See, we should have done this for <laughs> April Fools April instead Fools, of Halloween, yeah. <laughs> and then we could do ninety minutes of farts. Just farts. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I get the giggles out now. Uh, we're all sillies now. <sighs> hey, George. Hey, Lions. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh,